Oh, so we already tried to record this fucking episode oh, and yeah. we had a technical issue where just one of the audio files would not upload due to internet stuff and or possibly hardware. Who knows? We don't know. Like we honestly got don't know. But uh, we want to get this episode out. So unfortunately, um, the Shadow Link uh, is currently working on hacking Elon Musk's Space Link disks. And um, he's just going to busy himself with that for a little bit. And then we are going to carry on. So. This is the low life podcast. And, uh, you know, like we said there in the intro before the theme song that we make you listen to it, we, we don't make are, you listen to it. I mean, we, we don't make you listen. I, I try to keep it at a nice 50 so seconds. So like, we'd rather if it. you did, it's very guys. Yeah. I put, I put some time into it, no, but, no. uh, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm shit. Uh, I'm shit. <laughs> that shit is shit ops McGee. I'm getting ahead of myself. I am coin ops McGillicuddy. Jesus McGee. <laughs> this is scum. Easy to remember. And, and like I, I, I wanted, what I was getting ahead of myself with is, is that Shadow Link isn't with us this week and it sucks. So um, we're just going to power through this and try to get this episode out because it's a story scum has been wanting to tell for a while and just it's been like <laughs> just this whole summer has sucked. Um, it's just been follies, you know, like constantly just slapstick fucking house frame falling. And somehow oh. we're still standing in the window part of it and not yeah, getting been, killed. Like it's been pretty bad, I think, for yeah. pretty much everyone involved in uh, this summer, uh, no matter where yeah. you are, you know, heat yeah. waves and natural disasters and unnatural disasters. And, you know, it's been mm. the summer. It's been the summer of summer. You know, summer's been lurking around <laughs> every street corner, peeking into cars and uh, summer, summer can kiss my ass like that's not my get bag there like i don't like it um yeah seriously it's my hi- i hibernate in the summer i, yeah, I don't sorry. know i run hot though so like i just I, I sweat just all the time i'm just warm like i <laughs> on certain nights i just i You're i make tea uncomfortable and i have to move away like i have to move to the complete edge of the bed like just because i radiate like i'm fucking yeah. melting down i'm literally like little chernobyl walking around here you know that's accurate that's how i feel all the time and uh, anyway so this this episode uh, is uh ganging ganging gang 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 yes yeah this is a gotta get a, clip. Have a multi-part epic here <laughs> gotta get a clip of that in here somehow I'm, i gotta find about what the fuck okay so, yeah so do a callback to the episode uh you'll never hear there, there's this track that was on an early uh, DJ Mark Farina mushroom jazz compilation, I think, 
I'm I'm like 90% sure it was on there. I cannot remember the name of it, but it has this like vocal in it where it's just this sample of this woman. I don't think she's saying gang, but she's saying enough of the word. <laughs> that as we've been talking about this in the lead up to recording this, I just hear her sample like through this whole song. It's I'll, I'll try to find it and put That's a couple, definitely like, the a soundtrack s- to like jaunt like 19th century goons. Absolutely. Absolutely. Shit. Like 110 BPM house music. Fuck yeah, man. Mm. Like I never thought of mutton chops harder. Oh yeah, man. Just drunk it. Yeah, yeah. We'll get to it. So gangs. So yeah. I'm gonna say up top to you, like for the audience, there's there's no good guys in this story. Like well, at all. I mean there were some we gotta take context. Yeah, you know, there, figures, but like there's gonna be some uh, you gotta understand what they're working with. Yeah. You know, it's it's a little different. Um, but I good? I don't know. I, it's that's I a stretch at best. Yeah. yeah. So for, for those who don't know what it, what's a gang, uh, a gang is a set of switches, sockets, or other electrical or mechanical devices grouped together. Roll credits. Also, they're a group of organized criminals. It's a group of organized criminals. Oh, oh, yeah. <clears throat> well, yes, because the gang box. I mean, that makes sense. Exactly. That's a that's a thing in construction. <laughs> No, we're, we're human and humans are social animals trying. So trying to define what the first quote unquote gang was is basically impossible. <laughs> like, yeah, with laws being suggestions anyway, throughout all of human history, it's pretty difficult because before the gang, you know, we had like the tribe. And, you know, Wait a minute. Noah's family. They uh, were the whole world, man. They built the boat and everybody else died. Right. So they were like. More like a it, more like a weird incest cult. Yeah, well, yeah, definitely. Yeah, you know, it didn't work out. That that experiment did not work out. Um, yeah. Anyhow, so anyway, <laughs> talking about <laughs> talking about incest, uh, the early <laughs> the earliest gang activity that I could find was during the ancient Roman period during the first triumvirate, the year six hundred to f- year fifty three BC, led okay. by a populist politician named Publius Clodius Pulcher. Pulcher. Pulcher is best known for dressing up as a woman to infiltrate a female-only religious ritual with the sole intention to fuck Julius Caesar's wife. Oh. And okay. uh, winning over the common people by passing several reformation bills, such as banning the death penalty without a fair trial and grain distribution. He's also oh. well known for arming those people to fight his political enemies in the streets. It's a shame. Do they have a statue of him that we could like get like put him on a t-shirt like they did with Shay? I mean, probably. I'm sure that, that's I'm pretty sure that's a bust of himself, like somewhere. That's kind of that's kind of a that's a kind of that's a CV right there. Yeah, no, he, he died horribly later on. But the point is, is like, you know, which one of these fucks yeah, didn't? But worth it. Um, yeah. I'd say. Yeah. Now he did all this shit when he was a teenager. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. So the first mention of gangs is like we understand like something recognizable to like what quote unquote Western civilization was like by the historian Luke Pike in 1873. Like all my sources always mention Luke Pike uh, because he described okay. bandit gangs robbing people on roadsides in the early 17th century in England. Mm. And uh, mm. like, I'm sure there's gangs that predate that, right? There has to be because sure. like the, the dark ages was like a wild time and that, but I'm sure there was something that like resembled my gang. You know, I've played Skyrim. I, I'm an expert on this, but, yeah. but nobody wrote about them <laughs> in any no. definitive way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And except maybe like Robin Hood, right? But Robin Hood, we're not entirely sure if he was even real. Right. Yeah. But that's a close. Or, or whether or not he was even human. He could have been a fox that made millions of furries. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. You ever see that fucking movie? I have. I was I was a child once, surprisingly. So yeah. It's fucking uh, yeah. It didn't. You can almost get it. You can almost understand. I'm like, I I get I understand. I understand why this happens now. You know, it's it's one of those movies. <laughs> the f- wait, hold on. The Disney movie to furry to gang pipeline? Not to gang. Oh the okay. Disney movie to furry pipeline. Like oh, that. Okay. That's a one-one. Almost. I mean, I'm right sure now. there's a furry gang out there somewhere. Or there's it, absolutely. Would it be more like a furry mafia? Well, there's the there's that weird like little fashy tiny subsect of the furry community that oh, is so that is fuck. Okay, that is a, that is so, a criminal gang. Yeah, right. So, okay, so Disney to gang pipeline. There you go. Whoa, we got hot that. takes. Eight minutes in. Um, smash cut to America. Fuck yeah. <laughs> So immediately after the Revolutionary War, uh, groups resembling gangs started popping up in like 1783. Gangs didn't crop up truly until the 19th century, which brings us to the focus of today's episode, the Gangs of New York. Oh, yeah. Right on. Oh, yeah. Good movie. It's insane. It's a wild fucking time. Yeah. So a great deal of information will be coming from the book, the 1938 book, The Gangs of New York by Herbert Asbury. This is the book that the film was based on. Right on. And I had to like balance it out with like modern internet sources and uh, sources from the U.S. Department of Justice because mm-hmm. to, to, who knew? Gangs in New York. It's a lot of like, it was written in 1938. It's very sensationalist. Ah, right on. It's yeah. very, that's probably what made it. That's yeah. why we still know about it. You know? Yeah. I mean? No, it was, uh, I had to balance it out a little bit. Some things were inaccurate. Some things like we'll probably never know if they really happen or not. Right. And they gave one particular gang too much of a fair shake who we're going to talk about in a bit. Mm-hmm. So, hold on. Uh, during the 1800s, New York is a city built on a swamp. And if city, I, I forgot, I put city in quotes because that's what it was. It was this quote-unquote city. It just piles of planks. Basically, yeah. And tents and Yeah, it was a rough mud. time. A lot of mud. So much it's nonstop oh, so mud. Much mud. Why would you stop there? So much mud. I don't know. It used to be like a fort or something. Then they like this is New York, and mm-hmm. that's what well, it was. New New Amsterdam first, right? Like that was mm-hmm. the, what somebody called it. Yeah. And then I don't. The I don't English came. Yeah. Named it New York, and I don't know why anybody would ever want to live there. No, it's a cool place. It's just like here's the thing. I don't think I could move there. No, me neither. I love like it. I, I'm oh. just at a right. I'm at a point in my life where I'm like, I look, I could probably move back to Chicago because it's spread oh, yeah. the fuck out and stuff. Like that's nice. But I I've, I've been in New York like one time and I was like, oh, that's awesome. And then I no, I, I love New York. Great deal of my family's in New York. If uh, I was it's raised there, it'd be impossible different. to live there due to how expensive everything is. For sure, it's impossible. Yeah, no, for sure. But back in the day, you could get yourself a lovely little shack on the edge of a fucking swamp. Mm. Like attempts were made to drain said swamp marshland and swamp in the late 1700s and it came to mixed success or just outright failure. Uh, enough of the yeah. marsh was drained, however, to allow some sediment of lower to middle class people to uh, set up around the edges. How did they think they were going to do that? They like, 
dump <laughs> fucking concrete into the swamp? Like, what do you? I tried to figure this out, and from what I've gathered, it's literally just taking the water and dumping it somewhere else. Oh, God. Can you imagine just, like, an old-timey, like, fireman chain? Just a bunch of dudes with fucking buckets standing from here to the ocean? Yes, seriously. It's not like, understanding I don't think concrete like, at this point yet. So, like, oh man, it's it, that's the only thing I can think of. Just, like, paper tubes or something. Like, I don't know. And they're all getting malaria. Oh, so, oh God, yeah. Like, yeah, the level of disease cannot be like understated enough. No, considering how people no. are living, which we're going to get to, like how fucking poor these people are, it's yeah, 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 heinous. So during the winter of 1807, 1808, uh, beginning in, businesses in the city had uh, suggested to to point where the lower class fate. Wait, hold on, cut that. During the winter no, of 1808, no. I'm still, I can't read my own words. Uh, during the winter of 1807-1808, uh, businesses in the city had started to stagnate to the point where local class uh, people just basically starved. Mm-hmm. Like, that's how bad it became. So the first of many of New York's riots took place. Okay. With, uh, sailors and workmen taking to the streets demanding food and work. Seems reasonable. Yeah, and because riots, as we've learned in modern ages uh work this urged the yeah. city to take a civics pro the biggest civics project to fill fill the collect the collect is it was a lake and river and drain the rest of the surrounding marshlands employing oh you mean you mean they didn't give like a couple billion extra dollars to the cops no 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 they actually, oh you mean they actually solved a problem they actually did something by like making a job Wow, that's crazy. And doing anyway, the job. They employed a ton imagine. of people and uh, created the first large-scale civics project in New York history. That's awesome, man. Yep. See, I don't know. Uh-huh. I can't think of any modern parallels to this whatsoever. Oh, the next episode in the series, we're going to be talking about a lot of riots. Oh, cool. <laughs> it's going gonna, it's gonna to be nothing but riots. Awesome. I had to leave that part Quiet. out, though, this episode. Otherwise, this would be like a five-hour epic. Yeah, no, and we we gotta we're gonna sandbag some fucking content. Yeah, no. <laughs> so it is here in this drained swamp, which eventually became the Five Points. The original Five Points was at the intersection of Cross, Anthony, Little Water, Orange, and Mulberry Street. Now all these streets have different names today. Uh, uh, it's here all the poor people were pushed to. Right in the center of the street was Paradise Square, a park that was quote the only place the poor were welcome. That's the like. What is with ironic names? Um, <laughs> I don't know. That is true. It all it always happens. It's like it's a glory hole, but it's in a shitter in a like Caprini, Caprini like, green, and like it's entirely made of concrete. Yeah, you know. Yeah, like it's just like a big flat yard with these two like, what's you know, where Candyman happened. So hey, we made um, this concrete square, and uh, we called it uh, Sunflower Hill, and uh, it's a yeah. box, and uh, you live here now. Peach trees. Peach tree, exactly. <laughs> Literally that, yes. Oh, man. It, it's the same thing. Paradise Square is the peach trees of, of the early 19th century. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it is. It could have been nice. Who knows? I doubt it. But, you know. Yeah, unless... No, it wasn't nice. Let's be real. No, because they're saying it's a park, and I'm like, God, what did that look like? What was, what was like, sewage like? Mm, oh, it's just good. right there on the street. Yep. <laughs> okay, cool, cool. So tell me the like 
oh also because like this is this is going to give you a good picture of what paradise square was like so tell me if this doesn't sound like a party so around the points in paradise square were 270 saloons several times that number in illegal liquor trade dance halls brothels and green grocers quote which sold more wet goods than vegetables that's a vague term it's it's liquor oh okay all right it wasn't like meat no 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 there's was like it was just like i just i'm just thinking of how much pink eye is in that area there's it's so just much pink eye oh my god i didn't even think of that you're just like drunk as shit falling face down in the street from one of the like you're in the middle of your your the, your your fucking tavern run okay you're gonna go do a we're bar gonna, we're, we're about to get into it but like i can't uh, i can't face I'm, first i can't understand enough how drunk everyone is Ugh. everyone in this story is probably plastered and everyone I know who isn't in the story, if you're poor, probably plastered. Yeah. And you're drinking what? Sterno. Basically. You're drinking fucking like in the lighthouse turpentine mixed with honey, you know? Uh, oh, great. man. Remember that scene? <laughs> like I, I, I watched that for the first time, man. And I'm like, I've never been that desperate. I've been pretty desperate for a drink in the past. I've never been that desperate. Yeah. Same actually. Like one time I did that thing where I just did a shot at like NyQuil and I just went to sleep. That'll do it. That's yeah. I was like, I don't need to do the same thing. Right? I wouldn't recommend that as an alternative. No. No. Robo tripping. Um. <laughs> so the the level. Well, you know, talking about NyQuil uh, as a as a uh, cheap alternative to liquor, the level of poverty and filth can't be understated. Often drawing mm-hmm. comparison to England's Whitechapel district. Mm. Which is like a level of poverty where like everything was filthy, every wooden structure was rotting, and everything is made of wood. Most were homeless or couldn't afford furniture to sleep on, and everyone was drunk or trying to become it. What? I don't know why, Mm. but this makes me think of the movie Caveman with Ringo Starr when they're all standing around a giant pile of shit. And the only word in English in the entire movie is like one of them pointing and just going, shit. And then someone falls face first into it. And then later in the movie, they get a tyrant- stop motion Tyrannosaurus Rex to eat like pot leaves. And then it gets stoned and falls down a hill and it saves their lives. Yeah, it's exactly like that. That's it. It's, it that's what this sounds exactly like. Exactly like that. Mm-hmm. It's, it's literally just people pointing at shit and feeding leaves to T-Rexes. That's the early 19th century America. I mean, life. the only thing... <laughs> The only thing would be off of like Ringo Starr just stab someone. Like that's I hey that's man, the, I don't know that's what this I don't be. know what the man's capable of. Okay, you never know. I, yeah. I'm just saying. So, so it is here shit. that the first gangs, you know, with Ringo Starr, first formed in New York history. At least it, it's what, what better place than the back room of a uh, dangerous illegal booze distillery <laughs> or distribution Perfect. center? I should say no. That's that's dope. I yep. uh, got no notes. Yep. One of the early speakeasies was established around 1825 by Rosanna Piers out of the back of her grocery store. Quote, piles of decaying vegetables were displayed on racks outside the store, but Rosanna provided a back room in which she sold the fiery liquor of the period at lower prices than it could be it could be obtained in the recognized saloons. Okay, I have one note. Fresh produce, at least for the front. And then just have your guys eat a carrot if they can. <laughs> it was like the most obvious place where it's like, this isn't a grocery store. Yeah, oh, for sure. For it's sure. Like she like, didn't oh. even hide it. You know? She, 
Jesus Christ. I just read it. There was a story in like my feed today about there was this, it said, honest to God, barber shop, ice cream shop that just got busted for being a fucking mob front. <laughs> like in the year of our Lord, 2022, this is still happening. Oh, thank God too. That's, I love that shit. That's hilarious. Anyway, that's yes. incredible. I love that. I always like it when I walk into a Seven Eleven and then just there's a video slot machine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like what's, what's that about? Don't worry about it. Don't worry about don't it. Don't worry about it. Like I, I always appreciate the wisdom of just don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. So the first recognized New York gang, the 40 thieves formed in this back room. Like first okay. gang, because they a little are appropriate, but fine. Sure. Yeah, no, it, it's, it's definitely the one, not the, greatest name but there are some good ones okay it, right, it's considered right. the first gang only because they were the first like record that are recorded with like known leadership and organization here they would plot get orders and uh just hang out until the heat died down it seemed like right. most gangs when they were ganging did so out of the back of grocery stores they ganged out of the oh god just gang this back is, at the grocery store. Don't worry about it. It's, it's like everyone's like, like nowadays it would just look like six dudes on break out of the smoke break. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> hanging out by the dumpster where the truck goes. You exactly. Know, like, yeah. No, it's, they're just hanging out, being the oh, muscle, man. drinking, turpentine. Jesus. Yeah. So How'd a, that turn out? Phenomenal. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Their eyes are doing fine. I'm sure. So the second of the first gangs, it's unclear whether they were the first or not, was the Carryonians. Carry as in like the name Carry, K-E-R-R-Y. Onians, okay. O-N-I-A-N-S. Uh, okay. Was a gang composed entirely of Irish immigrants from C- County Kerry, Ireland? Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, uh, they... I, I didn't know if this was like some weird cult or something. And it was no, like... no, 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 no. Uh, they operate out of Rosanna's back room as well. Now, I got conflicting things. The book says they are seldom fought and were devoted to hating the English, so like they were standing on soapboxes denouncing the English and shit. Okay, uh, understandable. After looking for more info, I found that they would exclusively fight English people if they found out you were, in fact, English. Oh, shit. So if you, <laughs> so if you were a New Yorker of British descent, they would just beat you half to death. Which, you know, it, they tried to genocide you. I get it. Yeah, I yeah. You know? There might be some resentment. Yeah, uh, <laughs> they, they just yeah, and everybody's just angry on Sterno. They're just like hammered on fucking grill fuel, basically. Like, oh man, it's just oh yeah. I can't imagine anyone being like peaceful and happy in a time like that at all. Like, I, I can't imagine just being like. Oh yeah, I sat on my stoop and read a book, and it was lovely. It was a lovely day outside. Oh yeah, like no. your road is literally paved with shit, and <laughs> there's not a sidewalk. It was never and easy. People just yeah. dump buckets of shit out of the second story window. It's like the worst time to come to America, honestly. Like, well, I, I don't know. It, it, this one gives it a run for its money. Uh huh. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, at least we we have significantly less shit in the streets. Sometimes. Yeah, it depends. Yeah, it depends. Yeah, I'm not going to say we don't ever. You know? Oh, yeah. No, I'm never, for sure. I'm never going to say that. But America is vast. Yes. Okay. There's We have like all different degrees of livability. So it's. Yeah. yeah very similar to this story. It's like depends how much money you have. Mm-hmm. 
you know. So so gangs with names like the Chichi Chichi oh god. The Cheshire style. Cheshire. It's something like that, yeah. Oh, it's like saying Irish wristwatch. There you go. It's very hard. Uh, Try it. The, the, the Chichir, whatever. The Roach Guards. Awesome. Yeah. That's a good one. Name, I like that one. Their name came from its founder, Ted Roach. Okay, that's my Mech Warrior squad now. There you go. <laughs> they took jobs. Prote- they basically were mercenaries who took jobs protecting liquor store shipments. But uh, ba- but then began committing robberies and murders. Oh, yeah, see, it always starts nice. Yeah, their uniform, they just wore like a, a blue stripe down their pants to like identify themselves. <laughs> okay, all right. I could I can get with that. Yeah, like game color really just came down to we need to know who's like on our side <laughs> in a scuffle. <laughs> you know, like that's really all it is. And then we have <laughs> it's like it's like the warriors, like every they all have like a little knickknack. Oh, know? totally. Like, so sort of... Oh man, this is like the age of that. Like oh god, th- that, okay. th- that happened in real life. <laughs> okay. So then we have like, because we have gangs like the plug uglies. Okay. They were ma- okay. made up of the Oh, go ahead. That, that's like a seven or eight out of ten. Oh, that's a good one. It's made up entirely of huge dudes who all wore short round plug hats that they would stuff with cotton or and leather to use as a makeshift helmet. Oh my god! And it seems See, like their sole exi- their sole reason to exist seemed justified. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, they came armored at least. Yeah. Quote a little bit. Oh yeah. No, they were they were prepared for this. You just imagine them just wearing long johns and just. Th- that's it in their hat and just fighting people. So quote, okay. plug uglies walked abroad looking for trouble with a, with a huge bludgeon in one hand, a brick bat in the other, a pistol peeping okay. from their pocket and his tall hat jammed over his ears and all but obscuring his eyes. End quote. Brick bat is just a brick, right? It's just a brick. That's what I, I had to look it up so many. I had to look it up. That. Like it, it, brick bat appears so many times in my research. Where I'm like, what the fuck is a brick bat? I thought it was like a masonry tool. Then I found out, oh, it's just a brick because they're everywhere. I, re- I remember now where I first saw that term. And you know how you remember like your favorite panel from a comic book yeah. or like a line from a movie or a line from a song. I also remember ones I hate more than anything in the world. <laughs> and I thankfully the merciful part of this is I can't remember which comic book it is, but there was a character in it and they introduced themselves. I'm brick bat. They call me that. Cause I hit like a brick bat and I hated it. I hated it <laughs> so fucking much. So I went and looked it up and they were like, yeah, it's just a brick. And I was like, Oh, all right. I thought it was like, was it like some sort of old timey, like 19th century hero or something? Because well, like- my first thing is that it was an animal, like a gargoyle, you know, like some sort of bat, like a, just a bat made a bat out of made bricks. bricks. <laughs> and I was like, well, that's dumb. Explain yourself. And it's just like, because I hit like one. And I'm like, like, what is it then? So I had to look it up in my yeah, big nobody, ass dictionary. Nobody uses that fucking term anymore. It's just a brick. Yeah. But it makes sense, right? Because if you're a gang of like goons running around, it's there's bricks literally everywhere. Like, just pick up a right. rock. Like, that's been the yeah. symbol of like, you know, the poor being violent forever. Yeah. It's just, just get a rock, man. It's a cousin of a soup for your family. Yeah, like get, a, it's, get a rock. Beat up a cop. It's fine. Go ganging. Go ganging with the, bo- with the boys. Get to know each other better. Just ganging. That sounds... Gang. That's going to conjure so many fucked up images. Oh, yeah, buddy. Just all... Get- None of them the obvious one. Like, I'm literally... <laughs> this isn't going to gang bang. Like, I'm not going there. That's already happened. We're past that. It's- What's happening in my head now is, like, every time you say that, I just imagine, like... 
like a pile on at a football game. That would be ganging. Just like a bunch of people just jumping on a dude. It appears so much, especially in the U.S. Justice Department, like documents I found. They love that word. Oh, my God. Right. They love gagging. It's so. It's so. It's like you have to know what a gang does first, like ganging up has a connotation and it's an idiom it's a a phrase it's a thing we know like we know what that means you know it's just one person and then suddenly against one person and then one of those people suddenly has seven people with them that's ganging up so but ganging in the vague term doesn't work uh have you ganged you know like what does that mean what is gang hey bro past tense have you you ganged with the boys gangarang it's I'm Probably. sorry. It's just it's, a weird sex act, like forever in my mind. It's making, it's bothering me in a way. Like, yep, I'm gonna have a problem. Yep, with this. go on. No, so please. We have a problem with the U.S. Justice Department because they love that word. So, uh, then there was there was the gang, the shirt tails. Uh, they were named because they wore their shirts outside their pants. That's it. Okay. That, that, so what did they do? Did they go around to people who had their uh like that weren't like they had their shirts untucked and they beat the shit out of them like tuck your shirt in? Literally, like, you're not part of my gang. I don't know what they did, and neither does the book. <laughs> oh my god! That's literally what I just told you is basically what the book said. Is no, the book actually the quote's longer because the book actually went like they wore their shirts outside their pants like Chinamen, and apparently Whoa. that was so like excuse me for that word, but like um that was. Apparently, like so uncommon at the time that it was enough for it to be talked about that they wore their shirts That's outside. Not their even pants. the same thing. It's really not. It's like you wouldn't tuck that top in, whatever it's called. Like I'm, you know. Yeah, I'm not. I don't know. I'm professing ignorance here, but at yeah, the same, same time, I recognize that like, way shirt go into pants here, go into pants everywhere. Like, isn't a thing. You know what I mean? Like, it's. Uh, I'm open to the ideas. Is that a woman wearing pants? My eyes, they bleed. Oh, yeah. We, I can't remember her name. I should have looked that up since yesterday. Because, like... Yeah, it's not hard to, like... Dist- it's not hard to, like, wreck these people's worlds, right? Like... No. No. Well, conversely, like, if we took a time machine back there, we would literally just, like, be right there in Paradise <laughs> Square and just immediately start vomiting constantly. <sighs> Uncontrollably. Then, Uncontrollably. Until, like, like this, we, until we became, like, nose deaf like everyone else. There's like like that quote, like, have you ever vomited so hard you thought you were turning into a werewolf? <laughs> that would be us. We would just the werewolf werewolves in New York. We'd collapse, double over, go face first, get pink eyed, die of dysentery. It's just, it would be like <laughs> that, yes, exactly that order. The worst, no one would have to touch us. Like we would just be Oh up man, that would just cause a nuclear meltdown because we're more radioactive than the people of that era. Oh man. There are our bodies just Turn like ground up and turned into like radium. Simultaneously, we would wipe out the planet with COVID. You know, that <laughs> like, too. yeah, no, like we would just pop in there and be like, "Well, no, I did go to a it's like know, the trans- concert the other day." <laughs> it's like that transmet um com- comic where he goes into like the reservation and he goes into like the a pre civilization one, and they're like, "Okay, you're more radioactive than anything they experience. If you shit, you have to bury it, or you're causing a nuclear meltdown." <laughs> uh, yeah, it's like it's literally yeah. that. Yeah. Good lord. So moving on from the fucking shirt tails. Oh, then there were the two games. Shirt tails have a theme song that's like the duck tails theme song. It's just like shirt tails. Woohoo. Oh. Oh my god. I hate anyway. that. Wow. I do too. 
but I wanted to share it with you. I had anyway. to recreate it. You put it in my brain. I'm like, what, what would that sound like? Nope. That's the only way to exercise the demon. <laughs> and then, moving on. Uh, then there's just two gangs we will be talking the most about. The Dead Rabbits and the Bowery Boys. I like Dead Rabbits. Dead Rabbits is a good name. Like, And the gangs I just spoke about and the gangs I'm about to speak about, except when I say they're not, assume everyone is Irish. <laughs> Okay, and everyone is, is not is an immigrant is a recent immigrant to america okay so dead rabbits very irish gang were originally members of the roach guard but during a disagreement okay. which has been lost to history someone threw a dead rabbit on the table during a meeting some members <laughs> took this as a bad omen and formed the dead rabbits i mean that's not that weird that's what we do i mean basically yeah you know, you know we have an argument we just like dead animals and dead rabbit down on our laptop mm-hmm. keyboard yeah Jesus Christ. I just interpret it as like an omen. It's a, you know. just a different, like, I just think about the difficulty in catching one right now. There's <laughs> plenty in the neighborhood, and I'm just not, I'm not equipped. Yeah. I'd no. have to be, I'd have to do that thing where I like tie a rope to my machete because I ain't running over there every time. You're just, you're just going to do what she did and pray. Yeah. With the fucking machete. How would you even catch it? I've, fucking, to, to, Mortal Kombat has taught us everything. Oh, okay. You know, one of those get, get over here moments, you know. Oh, okay. It's not that easy. Some weird okay. tentacle coming out yes. of my hand. Just a Anyhow. weird Scottish man with a machete on a rope. Yeah, it's about this ends. Um, yeah, <laughs> be honest with you. That's how this ends. <laughs> um, but uh, <laughs> oh fuck. So you, we have we have the Roach Guard, which is like still like probably in the Dead Rabbit. Those are my two favorite names. Like it's a shame that they had a split. Yeah, there were good ones. The Roach Guard were around for a, for a long time. They'll come up again in fe- in a future episode. They were around for a while. So did Dead Rabbits. Okay. A lot of these gangs existed for like a long time. Okay. And uh, at their p- Dead Rabbits, uh, well, for one thing, yeah, you love this. Like uh, their battle, Dead Rabbits battle standard was a Dead Rabbit on a pike that they would just bring into battle with them. It'd be like easier to just make a flag. No, no, we got to get a I'm new one every sure time, guys. They probably did have a flag, but like they just brought a dead rabbit on a pike, and they probably used the pike as a weapon. I imagine. Oh, sure, 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 sure. And yeah, uh, first guy to get stabbed with it got rabies to add on to all the other diseases. Oh yeah, do you think the diseases cancel out at that point? I don't think you're definitely okay. So you already are a series of like <laughs> ganged up microorganisms working in conjunction for a single structure to propagate to, you know, its own life. It's a, like the species, et cetera, et cetera. It like has all these other processes it eats, it, it shits. And these are not all necessarily like we call it a body, but it's actually a bunch of different shit doing it. Mm. I'm, and then they have this overlay <laughs> of all of these extra diseases who are probably using the previous systems is way like maybe there is this just that's why they lived past 10 <laughs> is that like it was just too much like the diseases all fought each other and that's what kept them alive is they were busy with each other and then when one of them got dominance that's when you had trouble mm, that explains it this um comes from someone with zero biology <laughs> in fact so we're trying to say is the diseases went ganging and uh the, that's what kept them alive <laughs> I don't. Oh, okay. Good luck parsing that one Put out. That sure. Live to gang, uh, ganging to live. I got a C plus in biology, man, and I just never went back. I was like, 
I don't get this. Ganging to live. I hey, but you know what? Metaphor works. Yeah. So I'm mm-hmm. happy with it. Sounds terrible, but yes. Yeah. So uh, where was I? Lost my place now. My wow. We were talking about uh, the 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 uh, oh the right guard. Like the dead rabbits. Uh, dead rabbits lasted a while. But, like at their peak, they could call. And it may not sound like a lot now, but for the time period, this was a lot of dudes to call. Uh, they could call yeah. hundred members to battle, and at one point, they outnumbered the police. Okay, like, there was a there was a popular gang. There was a lot of them. Like just just imagine just a hundred dudes wearing like probably red, I imagine, and with wearing dead rabbits and a dead rabbit on a pike. They were all armed with like bricks, basically, and knives and all sorts of shit, and they're just ready to go. Fuck yeah! All right, and uh, sleeves rolled up. Yep, they got the sleeves rolled up. Yeah, all right. Oh yeah, all right. No. I see. Like, they fought each other a lot, and also we're gonna get into, like more Irish gangs. Uh, just because they're Irish didn't mean they all liked each other. <laughs> Everyone fought. No. Everyone fought one another. Yeah, that just lends to my whole like you know, no, no one is a monolith thing. Yeah, you know, no, like, like everyone fought each other. Sometimes they there were alliances. Sometimes they were there weren't. But like everyone just fought yeah. each other. And uh, the most feared member of the oh man, you're this is the shit right here is okay. the most feared member of Dead Rabbits. Uh, if she was real, pretty sure she was was Hellcat Maggie. I'm already in. Born. What's up with this? <laughs> Born around 1820, uh, died 18. 18- she was constructed from machetes, and she just <laughs> she rolled around in a well ball of blades. She might as well have been. Oh man! Like it, it, from eight, born 1820, died 1845 at age 25. Whoa! Holy shit! That says a lot. <laughs> yeah, she died at 25. Little is known about her life or death. Uh, okay. From records, we think she really existed because we have certificates and whatnot. She fought for the dead rabbits against nativists with her teeth, filed okay. points, and wearing leather gloves with claw-like brass fingernails. Holy fuck. A biting... So... Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> I, it, oh, also another detail. Uh, she served in like 200 battles with the dead rabbits. Jesus Christ. So, like... They're just like they hand her a little bottle. They're like, take a swig of this, and then they do, and she just sands out. Yeah, it starts just spinning in circles with her claws out like a fucking maniac. Like biting and gouging were popular ta- battle tactics at the time for the streets, but and, like she took, she it was as, optimized. She she made it a way of life. I can't imagine. <laughs> I I couldn't imagine sitting in a room with Hellcat Maggie. Like what was she? Oh man, like. What like how? All right, so she'd probably have her like forearms on her knees, leaning forward on the edge of the chair. First of all, yeah, okay. Like there's no leaning back, and even if she does lean back with like a leg cross, that nah, nah. I'll go check and see if the shit on the streets has dried up yet. Yeah, you know, like it's you're not hitting on Hellcat Maggie. She's probably hitting on you and in a way uh, i don't know who knows we have no idea what she was actually like but we have no idea terrifying there's no reason to speculate but that's final her teeth two points this is the most uh, this is the most cyberpunk but like yes element so far is like she modded her own body to be downright terrifying yeah i wonder if this is uh like uh what's her face in um oh my god burning chrome was it with the the blades under her nails, or was that in uh, fucking? It's been so long. Neuromancer. Neuromancer. It's Neuromancer. I think she was also okay, in Burning yeah. Chrome. That was um, uh, Molly Million or Molly. Thank yeah, you. it was Molly. Right. 
You know, if, I wonder if Molly was modeled after Hellcat. Maybe but. Molly was like, I don't know, man. You don't get the name Hellcat Maggie for being like easy to talk real, to, real cool. Yeah, or calm. Like, yeah, she's great at pool. You know, like yeah. Like, no. Does she take the gloves off? No, no, no. That doesn't happen. She took in fact, she eyes out with her fingers yeah. and her teeth. Like she stuck resin on our hands and like you would have to literally surgically remove them from her. Frankly. Like, <laughs> yeah. These aren't coming off. Uh, that's insane though. Like incredible. What God, what are the circumstances to produce a human being like that? Just desperation, um, mental illness caused by desperation. A lot of the stories just like lead, lead poison. Lead, yeah, a lot of lead, you know, led to her parents being the way they are, you know. So like it's it it it's so many factors. It's amazing anyone survived. Every time I do like history, like I look up history for like this show, that is the question that just remains in my mind the entire time is like, and I'm no, I know in the future they're going to look at our era that we're living through right now the same way. Yeah. Is oh, uh, yeah. how, how, how are we here? <laughs> how did anybody yeah. live? <laughs> you know, it's the same how shit. Did, yeah. Like, well, how did you not just all collapse? How did like, you all just, not follow your, your teeth into points and just bite people, you know? like that's what that is this is it's rage. there's there's a lot of like lower class rage in these stories absolutely yeah a lot of desperation of like you know because it's just what we do to survive you know Mm -hmm. so dead rabbits were uh strong supporters of politician fernando wood and the extremely corrupt tammany hall largely due to their support programs for the welfare of immigrants under direction of Isaiah Ryder's political organizer and underboss for Tammany, all of the above-mentioned Irish gangs would intimidate voters to vote Democrat. Uh, you know, kind of familiar to the Romans that we just talked about, because nothing yeah, ever fucking and, changes. Right, no, that's clearly. I mean, we have packs and super packs and shit now. What's the difference? Yeah, we're like, quote-unquote, more polite about it, but like... it. Uh, and there was a scandal about Tammany Hall. We just don't have a scandal about, like, I don't know literally the hundreds of packs that are acting in the open about and like doing the same shit i mean there you is know, like, like we're going to talk about it too but like there are points in this in this time period where it's like every time i look into this time period it's kind of like it's all it's the best and worst time in america because it's yeah. not a it's not great for it sucks i would never want to live in that time because i would be lynched immediately but mm. it it's people were honest <laughs> Yeah. There's a level of I mean, honesty to being a mayor and a government and just running it like criminal organization because you just want to remain in power. Yeah, and you're not it's not a secret. Like you're no. you're going to these like beer halls and making speeches and shit and being like Oh no, yeah, no, no, make no. sure you guys get what you need. You know, especially like because like hey here, we're gonna get here, here, wait. Like, this is like this it reinforces my idea ever that like all of American history is just secret organizations. Because mm-hmm. before we get into like the fuck yeah, we're wasps gangs. Mm-hmm. Like, here's a quick rundown of Tammany Hall because I'm not a political professor. Uh, right. It was founded, Tammany Hall was founded in 1789 and was originally called the Order of St. Tammany, which is bullshit because they took their name from a Lenape leader called, uh, excuse me for this, uh, Tamanind. Okay. And they took a lot of words from native. Uh, culture as well even going as far as to calling their meeting halls wigwams because they're dickheads whoa like the look yeah none of it's out of respect look. all of it is just pissing on the grave that's that's like incredible 
to me. Incredible but, racism. Uh, yeah, I mean, even like like I'm blind to it now, but like you know, because I'm not like I just I see yeah, it. It's, yeah. it's very it's like right on the television now, you know. Like, but back then it was like what. Huh, what fucking causes it? I don't because know. Because everyone's miserable to the degree that they are literally shin deep in shit every day. But these are like rich people, so they could just do whatever weird shit that they want. Like they it's like literally they named all the shit after like native culture, but yet they're a men's cl- they're a political club for quote unquote mm-hmm. quote pure Americans. Uh, and that was what literally they, what they called like consider themselves. Pure. 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 No. Like what? Just because you're fucking like, oh man. Which makes like their support of Irish immigrants interesting because like there's nothing, there's nothing in my research that can like change my mind about about Tammany Hall and like all their philanthropy because by like they didn't they didn't die until like 1967 and they were all Irish at that point. And mm-hmm. yeah. but nothing changes my mind during this period that the only reason they did anything that helped anybody else is because it ensured they remained in power. Everything they did throughout mm-hmm. all their history was just to remain in power. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Like, it, I like that they helped immigrants. I don't like the reasons why they did. Because <laughs> it, it wasn't everyone. It wasn't it for was everyone. Like, they literally well, said they're a club for pure Americans. And like, how, well, that's what's up. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. No. Like, it's just like, well, we're here for pure Americans. And also those kids on the boat that came from Ireland. Yeah. Well, see, when you start, <sighs> there's no consistency in it. You know, there's, it just, it's just, it, it's never, there's no principle here. No. It's just, this is what I want. Yeah. And that's not a principle. That's just a desire. Well, no, it's different. just a bunch of dudes in a secret organization. Just. It's a, it's a shitty frat. Yeah, basically. I mean, I mean, that's what, I mean, that's what Masons are. That's like all of American history is just frats doing things. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's like, really? Like, the more you dig into most of them, they're not like even as, it's not like the fucking Illuminati where there's like a guy who could flip a switch and turn off the internet. You know, like, it's never no. that. It's always just a bunch of fucking, like, when I worked it as a bartender at this hotel, there was this other bartender I worked with, her son mm-hmm. came in a lot, and he was a real cool dude. I really like this guy. And we're about the same age. He might be a couple of years older or something like that. But like we got to talking about stuff and I was talking about Illuminati conspiracy theories and shit. And I was just like, yeah, you know, like they always talk about like the, how the Masons, you know, like all the astronauts were Masons and all this shit. And it's and like all these presidents were like, you know, 33rd degree Masons and stuff like that. He's like shows me his ring. He's like, dude, I'm a Mason. Do you want to join? Like we all we do is really just drink a six pack at the hall and talk about shit and get people jobs. Like it's not awesome. Like he's like, I really wish it was as cool as that. Like <laughs> yeah. it's like, I've been, been in it. My dad got me in it. I've been in it for three years. Like we're really, we're, we don't even have a lot of people. Like, yeah, it's like, it's Youngstown, man. The Masons in Youngstown are not like pulling the levers of society. Like, yeah, seriously. Like I've, I've it, oh man, I even considered joining the Masons at one point, largely just for the job opportunities. <laughs> Yeah, but like, yeah, I mean, there was that. There's like the Knights of Columbus. Like my dad was part of that for a while. Yeah. Like nothing. It was nothing weird. Like we had cookouts, and then like at Easter they'd have a giant egg thing, like plastic egg thing in his field. Yeah, I think like the like, biggest like pointer to like how these things have like so radically changed is like there's this old mason in the next town over from me. There's an old Masonic hall that's been abandoned since mm-hmm. I was a child. It's beautiful building, old. And then you go to the actual Masonic Hall of that town, and it's just like a weird building from the 1970s that's like yeah. obviously like not doing okay. And 
yeah. it's like, yeah, no, they're, these things change. They're not like some shadowy cabal anymore. <laughs> yeah. They're, yeah. They get, at some point they switch over to doing nothing but like wedding receptions and much. like funeral yeah. receptions and shit. And that, yeah, that's basically. how they make their money. You get a kitchen put in. I mean, we, you know, I mean, how many like listener, they're probably there's there's a pretty select few of you right now. So, you know, we yeah. could all make a secret organization if we wanted to. We ostensibly we currently are a secret organization. <laughs> That's very true. I'm gonna I'm gonna start creating handshakes and shit. Oh hell yeah. Mm-hmm. It would be like the weird fist bumps and stuff. Yeah. That, like, get some aprons that we all have to wear during certain times, you know. Get some buttons made. Yeah. The decoder Ooh. ring. Oh god. So speaking of weird white people. Uh <laughs> Let's talk about New York's nativist gangs. First, we have to. Yeah. Okay. All right. So what's a nativist? A people. Asshole. Yeah. A nativist is just people who really hate immigration, immigrants, and and want to limit the support to immigrants. Basically, it's the idea of like, we were here first, which you weren't. Oh, my God. Ah. Mm. Yep. Okay. Yeah. That headache came back right there. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Mm. So the big the big gangs, and this is the one where other nativist gangs kind of branched off from, were the Bowery Boys. Ugh. Uh, it, it, the Proud Boys, this is basically the Proud Boys at the time. Like, Proud Boys wishes they were these guys, basically. Well, you know what's funny about the Proud Boys? Mm. That's a term that ranchers use for a gelding that gets, like, neutered, but still thinks it has its balls. <laughs> That's that's real talk. That's a thing. Awesome. So add that into your good. That'll help. Good. Um, go ahead. We'll continue with these Bowery Boys in there. <laughs> Look, they, that, that sounds like a bar, man. I'm sorry. Bowery Boys is like that's where you go. And it, some guy's been like smoking chicken wings all day. And you go there and it's all Miller Lite. Oh, man. And that would be 35. Yeah, that, that would be a vast improvement to what this is. So the Bowery Boys with the uniform consisting of a stovetop hat, a red shirt, as many were firefighters. More on that in a second. And uh, they they tuck their pants into their boots. So basically, this is their uniform. My God. They try to be like fancy boys by also being like intimidating at the same time. This is like grade school gang shit. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, the entire thing. It Like all gangs throughout history just have weird, I, like identifiable fashion. Right. You know, and that's what yeah. theirs are. And I don't know. What the deal of the top hats are, I'm pretty sure they remove them before battle because you're not like, you know, going into battle with a fucking top hat, you know. But yeah, but where do you like, do they have like, is their gang so big that half the gang stands behind and holds the hats of the other guys or like, must be. or like when you come to brawl, you don't even bring they it. They probably have or, like their like, or something because like apparently women. They're not easy to fix. Yeah. Nah. Well, they were like, you know, in varying states of condition. Uh, true, true. Okay. So, like these are not new top hats. Remember, these guys are like firemen you know yeah like they're yeah. still lower class they just have the privilege of like being allowed to work right because you know right. at this time period a lot of people aren't hiring irish people right so it's like and then the firemen they were real cool at the time oh yeah so the, getting to that uh the power boys hated catholics irish and anyone born in anyone not born in america and unlike wow. other gangs most members had working class jobs in, like firemen these guys okay uh, these dinguses got their name from the Bowery District. You know, Bowery District, Bowery in New York, still there. Yeah. Lovely part of the yeah. city. Uh, 
and were frequent occupants of the Bowery Theater when it wasn't being burned down for the millionth time. <laughs> okay. What did they keep showing the same fucking show all the time? And they're like, we're sick of it. And they just burn the theater down. They have know, to change like, the act. Like literally every source I found, it's like it all has to reiterate how many times the Bowery Theater burned down. Oh, my God. It's burned down and rebuilt so many times. Uh, funny story. So here's one. In the early 19th century, the Bowery Theater was lit on fire again. And uh-huh. it was packed outside with like Bowery boys, prostitutes and random, just random bastards. And Mm -hmm. the firemen, who were notably not Bowery boys, couldn't reach the fire. So the cops, the police, with their brand new uniforms and shiny buttons, tried to push people back and were immediately laughed at by by everyone. Look at these fancy lads. Yeah, basically, were they wearing, like because again, were they it, wearing like knee shorts and shit and like yeah, they're wearing like uh, the copper, the you know stereotypical copper uniform, you know the big black thing with like copper buttons and yeah. a badge and a hat. And this was new, like you know uh, England was doing it first, like and right. they we're trying to follow suit because like by our vigilante episode, if you remember, like cops are relatively are a modern invention. Yeah, like they were new. No one understood what a cop was at this point. Right. Like basically, there was no time. Well, I mean, today, cops are basically a gang, but like back in the day, they really were. Well, no, they're they're definitely uh, if you look up LAPD mm-hmm. or gangs of LAPD. Yeah, no, that's yeah, that's legit. But like even so, we still don't really have a con- like our concept of fucking police today is like this Barney Fife, like bullet in the front pocket shit. And it's actually more like they get the wrong house, but we'll still kill your dog and you'll never see a, like any kind of yep. compensation or apology mm-hmm. for it. And and it's only to serve the interests of, you know, whatever, some corporation or fucking government official. It's never yeah. to like we talked about solve yeah. cases like, necessarily. Yeah. Like if listener, like go back to the vigilante episode that we did. It's literally that's, we get into that. Like it's literally yeah, the same. Whole it's literally the same shit. Like cops existed to protect corporate interests. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's it's like mall cops, but like leveled up one. Exactly. You know, it's... God, this was back in the day though, where you could just fight a cop because you're both armed with the same shit. You know, mm-hmm. both, you mm-hmm. you probably have better weapons than the cop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, they're not carrying around a knife like that, or maybe they did because there were no regulation. Like everyone was just armed with brass yeah. knuckles, clubs, and bricks. That was and relatively true until about maybe the seventies or eighties. Mm-hmm. Whoever the fuck it was that like really made it like army like military surplus was allowed to go to like local cops yeah that that's when shit took a fucking turn yeah you know but this is when like your hobby was just fighting the police you know right yeah y'all show up with bricks exactly it's like eh. so uh, because cops are bitches no matter what time period you're in uh the cops <laughs> just went away right and they didn't wear yeah. the uniforms for like years after and they just let the building burn uh and it, so basically you just they just wore the copper badges and that's actually where we get the term copper from this from you know <laughs> coppers oh wow that was a long walk to get there i mean you know geez i thought they're nope <laughs> i i literally have wondered that and never thought to give it a second thought <laughs> literally we call them that beca- because it's more polite than just calling them like fancy <laughs> lad bitches <laughs> yeah. like that's what it was like it's let you serve it, it lets you like conserve syllables yeah yeah yeah. so most buyer like i said most bowery boys were uh firemen during the day beating up oh man beating up other fire departments who tried to get to the seat okay yeah right like you're supposed to (laughs) 
So if a Bowery boy was just off duty being racist in his plain clothes, but saw a fire, he would like steal a barrel or something and put it over like the old timey like it wasn't a hydrant, it was like a sprocket or something, like an old timey fire hydrant, and uh, fight off other firemen till his ganged up department showed up. I can't believe I'm saying this, but this video game needs to be made. <laughs> That would be fun, honestly. Like, 6v6 co-op with NPCs, you know? Like, you shit me. You're on a timer because the building's burning down? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, man. Oh, my God. This is... You might get, you might get some made. kickback if you let it burn down for the... Uh, so they could free real estate for the, you know, the government. Like, Oh, totally, totally. That's you bonuses and stuff. If you also can keep it from spreading to the neighboring building. Mm-hmm. Like there's also there yeah I mean there's a whole bonus thing. oh my god I don't know how New York be- is like New York today like literally when you look into the history that like no one talks about with this shit it's like how is there a city yeah it, that's going to yeah. become more apparent in like future episodes when we get to like the riots but it's it, it's like how <laughs> how did right. the city just not like burn down well you know I thought the same way about in two different ways like so like Chicago <laughs> burnt out and you see it today and it's like what really yeah Where? fair enough and they're like there's the water tower that's the only thing that made it and i'm like are you fucking kidding me <laughs> like it's insane and then uh bar harbor maine had a like it, that town burnt to the fucking ground in like 1977 wow and like the only thing that's left is this old stone church that's really gothic looking it's like a weird heavy stone a-frame looking church and it has this like it has this graveyard in it with like died in 1725 kind of shit like pirates you know what I mean? Like, and, and stuff like cool. old fishermen and stuff. Yeah, it's creepy as fuck. But like, you see it now and it's like, well, was this always the layout? You know, like, there's a lot of questions I have yeah. about entire cities that burn to the fucking ground, you know, like, that are still here. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. I mean, like, I don't know. This was all very intentional. You know what I mean? So it feels. It makes things hard to imagine. Yeah. yeah like, it's, it, yeah. It really does. So, like I was saying, like, the Law Bowery Boys, they were tradesmen, merchants. Uh, butchers, nah. and uh, the other nativist gangs. Oh man, these these names, man. They're nothing changes throughout history. Are they good or bad? They're really bad. Oh, good. Other good, nativist good. gangs were called True Blue Americans. What the American Guards? Uh, one this gang, I think some dude got lost. Uh, the O'Connell Guard, <laughs> and uh, the Atlantic Guards. They were all Bowery Boy offshoots. <laughs> Not Roach Guards. It Roach Guards. That's the, the only shit. one. Yeah, yeah. That's that one's fine. They know what the fuck they're yeah, doing. Yeah. What is about like right shitheads? Just... Like can't they can't be creative to save their life? Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. It's all the same shit all the time. It's yeah. a. It's that. It's like the okay. So you know, I'm I'm always kind of like sketchy about nostalgia. I understand. Mm-hmm. Like I go back. I watch old stuff too. I do it for the reasons of comfort, and I don't lie to myself about it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But like I don't seek it out all the time because I kind of do want to see the new shit. You know, and I can't. This is beyond like exclusive fandom. Like imagine <laughs> only liking one thing. Out of all of the things in the world to like, like you've chosen one thing and in your mind, you've like chosen it as the greatest and only thing that you want to devote yourself to for all time. That's sad. Yeah. Like you're, the, the things that you miss out on are just like, how is it worth it? Like, I, I can't understand this sort of thinking, this sort of like minimizing your entire outlook on life to be just like only people who drop out of their moms on this mud pile. 
Yeah, I don't know. It's like the greatest thing in the world. You know, like, a, it's, it's a really uncreative way of spicing up your life, I guess. Like, I honestly don't know. Like, with these names, you know, there could be something to that. There could be something to that because yeah. you consider like the cosmic terror of your un like your life ending. Yeah, is literally around all the time which like is you're walking down the street and yeah. there's just dead dudes in the fucking road like that's you're confronted with mortality on the regular yeah maybe you do want to kind of make it seem like this life is worth something i think so like at but least that's it, not a good juke it, you it's know not what I mean? good like, no well, yeah i don't know like these are definitely like the more well-off poor people like they're still poor for sure it's not like men's work but they got a little leverage yeah because they get to work <laughs> right <laughs> like, yeah. they get to have like livings as opposed to like mm-hmm. the other uh, more uh the not this quote-unquote like the irish gangs basically it's like they oh man the level of desperation man it's fucking oh, and like yeah. and these dipshits who just make life hard for people dude we got people here like just all over just stealing catalytic converters right now mm-hmm. for like the stuff that's in it and you know this isn't new they just like this kind of work this kind of desperation there's still like gangs that operate for the purposes of stealing copper from railroad crossing yeah coils yeah that's fine which doesn't always end great it's not don't do that no <laughs> no no that is, but people do what they got to do you know to survive yeah so oh yeah yeah so getting back to these dipshits funny enough they would actually the bowery boys would make the bowery theater one of their hqs okay. in okay the, i mean they like theaters like that was the th- they were a known to just go to theaters but the bowery theater became one of their like they would just make all theaters like their hq it was weird and it's actually come on man let's just be honest it's just they didn't have to change the sign (laughs) yeah exactly that's what it was so it was just theaters just imagine it's big theater theaters full of violent racist all dudes uh some prostitutes and oh man just like the worst liquor yeah That'd be the well. Just this, all of it would be the problem, frankly. Let's be honest. It's, they frequented. I'm not being like, well, this would at least be okay. No, 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 no. You might find one balanced pool table in the entire city, possibly. Oh, I pool. think that would be the only. I thing. can't imagine like the smell because this is a big theater and it's just packed yeah. with bastards. Ugh. And oh man, it's like feet, feet and like sweat, smoke, all. And you know what though? You wouldn't notice. Probably not. like that. I think if you were just like if you were of it, it, it wouldn't matter to you. It, you know, this whole deodorant thing happened because a company like, <laughs> you know, it's like it's almost like Listerine with the mouthwash like that. Like halitosis didn't exist. Like nobody gave a shit. And then suddenly they did this. And now everybody's worried about bad breath. And, it, you know, it's just all the industry gum and everything else that came out of that. Same thing with deodorant like deodorant. No one did it. I mean, granted, I'm not saying it's better. I'm just saying that, like. Back in the day, people didn't think it was important to wash their dicks. So, like, oh man, there's a lot of unwashed dicks in this theater. <laughs> it'd be most of them. It'd be most of them. Like, I, I'd have to say. Like, I don't think the prostitutes are having a good luxury. time either, you know? Unless you went like swimming in the bay, which is probably just full of trash I floating out for hundreds of feet. I don't recommend doing that today. Well, no, I, even then, though, I can imagine it was just like, eh, just throw it in the fucking yeah, it's know, filthy. emotional taken away. Yeah, it's like it's filthy now. Can you imagine what it was like then? Mm. So they frequently I'm from Northeast Ohio, man. If Cuyahoga caught on fire, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> so these guys, these assholes frequented the theater so often they just became known as men's clubs. And I couldn't imagine the poor actors who had to, like, go on stage and, like, do things, you know? 
Wait, wait. So this was you said this is like the eighteen what forties? We're yeah, early eighteen seventies, early nineteen hundreds to like around mid. We're not at the Civil War yet. Oh, okay. So this isn't a place that like Bucky Fuller would have blown his tuition at. Yet. No, 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 no. Okay, all right. Just cool, Bucky cool. Fuller and his droogs. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> that would have been a turn. That would anyway. have been a weird alternate history. So yeah, talking about alternate histories because we're gonna get to that. Uh, we know so much about the about these dicks like the Bowery Boys, uh, more than the Dead Rabbits, unfortunately, thanks to one asshole. William Poole, a.k.a. Bill the Butcher. Okay, okay. Yeah, we know a lot about Bill the Butcher because he was very involved in local politics. Oh. Yeah. Did he like to talk to people? Was he like just out there like... Hey, I'm Bill the Butcher. Uh, well, I butcher things. Well, people mostly. Um, yeah, yeah. No, he he definitely liked to fight a lot. Like uh, he was a local mm. leader of the Order of the Star. Oh man, you're gonna you were gonna love this. He was okay. the local leader of of the Order of the Star Spangled Banner, also known as the Know Nothing Party. Oh, no way. It made up entirely of wasps, and uh, it boasted, oh man, it boasted 100 elected oh, congressmen, goodness. eight governors, and half a dozen state legislators at legislation, legis- blah, 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 legislators at the height of their power in the 1850s. So, yeah, so the, the Know Nothing Party is hilarious to me, like always, always has been. And it's it's funny because... It looks like they're still around. Yeah, it definitely feels that way. Uh, well, so like, uh, tell tell the people about them. Oh man, they're dude. Like, it isn't even in my like the level of racism. Yeah, can't be described in like it, this is like racism in a way that is like unrecognizable today because they just said the thing that they don't want to say now out loud and ramped it up to 11 well, we haven't had the we civil see war that right right these right are the people like, who we, were like we see it starting to pop up a little yeah. bit now like more mask off kind of shit yeah, yeah. But these cats were but that was policy yeah these people you were dropped like, we should, we should have dropped. slaves that's an american tradition we should yeah. definitely have slaves like their, yeah. their level of racism against pretty much everyone who isn't american is absurd and everyone who is yeah. american but isn't them yes right and I'm sure if they won and they got everything they wanted to and eliminated everybody else, you know, it'd be that Dennis Miller thing where there'd be one guy left attacking a mirror. Yep. Yeah. Uh, like, but why wait? Why'd they call themselves the Know Nothing Party? Because all of American history is just built up of secret organizations. Uh, they, they were called the Know Nothing Party because if you were to ask them, like, hey, what are you guys doing? Like, you know, what do you guys do when you meet up? Like their rituals and what they talk about. They're instructed to reply, I know nothing. Uh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Not without my lawyer. Yeah, pretty much. Like Party. they were just honestly just trying to be like a really racist Masonic lodge. <laughs> like, but they had a really bad sense of optics because it makes them like their name makes them sound like, like fucking idiots. Yeah, you they're, know, they're like, a mixture. I think they were really trying to be like Masons, but so basically they were a mixture of like the clan before the clan was the clan, but with like masonry right. bullshit involved. I'm sure. Right. Oh, I can't even, man. They just. We, hi we're the dumb shit party we had to have a what do you do ah, dumb shit yeah, pretty much like we had to have a civil war to deal with these assholes you know oh well yeah, you know it's still on the books it's apparently. still happening <laughs> yeah so on street level 
we had Bill the Butcher. <laughs> okay. The the sources I found differ if uh if he himself formed the Bowery Boys or not, because as we think he was born in 1820, which the Bowery Boys would have still exi- would have existed still by 1820. Yeah. So we're not re- not really sure. I had conflicting sources on that. But by 18, 18- yeah, record keeping is like impeccable in that. Era. Oh yeah, man. Yeah, it was weird because like if he was born in 1820, like the Bowery Boys were around in 1820. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but. Uh, by 1832, he and his family moved to New York from New Jersey. Sorry, everyone. And uh, where he would take over his father's trade of being a butcher, a trade which made him uh, extremely dangerous in a knife fight, of which he was mm. very well known. Yes, yes. Like, sometimes he would, like, do a pig, and then he would do an autopsy. Yep. <laughs> Same knife, unclean. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, I can't. Oh, I don't, God. Yeah, I, I, I imagine he got into ganging. After he joined the Red Rover Volunteer Fire Engine Company number thirty four, where he, where he became leader of the Bowery Boys. Oh, geez, wow. Okay, I mean, yeah, that's a little bit of vertical movement, I guess. Oh yeah, I, I just he went ganging. Yeah, he went ganging with the boys. Yeah, mm-hmm. oh, back of the just, fire truck. That's like a Flintstones car. Like they're all like, <laughs> using their feet to make the thing. But yeah, then like, they're like firing fire off truck. a flint lock. Yeah, it's like they're firing off a flint lock and fucking screaming out the. Yeah, I was going to say this is like yeah, you're right because it's like still people are still using like flint locks at this point. Like it's not and it's not a truck. It's like a wagon with a tank on the back. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, like it... because the horse is like they, when they can't use horses, there's like twelve of them. You know, yoked up pulling the fucking thing. Honestly, I think did they even have like a fire truck back then? No. Like, you know, like it wouldn't be no, like now where they just the car, fill the thing with some. The car hasn't been like, invented yet. It would literally just be a fire wagon. Well, no, no, no. I know, I know. But what I'm saying is, like, is, does the wagon carry water even? Like, <laughs> or are they like actually like you know chaining it between like buckets? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe it just carried equipment. Like, I, I, this is a definite blind spot historically speaking. This is something I'm kind of interested in now. Yeah. Like imagine that like you know you wouldn't be able to like imagine showing up in that thing something like that something that two horses could pull full of water okay mm-hmm. makes it to the scene of the bowery's you know the bowery bar whatever and it's burning that's not enough water i don't <laughs> care like it's like, you you need like fucking a chain of those you know they like probably didn't have like a fire wagon because uh, remember they had to get to like the weird fi- the uh, water sprocket or whatever in the street so i think they right, really did yeah. just do like buckets of water. I wonder how they even pump. They must have had a pump yeah. on the wagon. That I know. I um, that I know existed. So they definitely had like. A right pump. now, I'm, mm-hmm. I hope I'm not like uh, fucking with a historian right now. I don't like, know. This I is really, the Bowery Boys. Fuck just, Right. Yeah. Not great. <laughs> not great. No. So, Bill, weighing two hundred pounds of beef, pool was a. Okay. Correct me. A pugilist. 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 Yes. Yeah. Pool was a is pugilist. It- and a well-known dirty fighter. No surprise. And, well, fair enough. Uh, yeah. yeah. I'm not going to... That's the era. It's oh, funny. yeah. And he was active in local politics. When he was appointed... Oh, God. This fucking... <laughs> a dude with the name Bill the Butcher. Knife fighter. Yeah. Champion boxer. Violent maniac. Was appointed... Yeah. He, he was appointed representative of the 6th Ward on the New York City Board of, Board of Education in 1853. <laughs> Holy fuck. What I wonder what books he like suggested, you know? Oh uh, like, 
what was a uh, like like how how to skin you know various animals um the manual and then and just like, like whatever like weird um racist pamphlets were going around pretty much yeah like yeah, minstrel yeah, yeah. shit for sure like yeah it's, it's tijuana bibles oh god yeah like it's about it you know and then like one, one goosebumps book <laughs> <laughs> that he that he treats as fact right right yeah yeah oh god <laughs> two years so two years prior to this pulling his droogs literally two years before he was appointed board of education uh-huh. him and his droogs fucked up a hotel for like no discernible reason i imagine it was for like money mm. and i'm if you'll let me i'm gonna quote the news article of that time period <laughs> okay october 23rd 1851 uh a brutal outrage in broadway We've learned that in the early hours yesterday morning, two noticed pugilists entered Florence Hotel, corner of Broadway and Howard Street, and without any provocation, seized the barkeeper and beat his face to a jelly. It appears that Thomas Heyer, William Pole, and several others entered the above hotel, and while one of the party hailed Charles Owens, the barkeeper, by the hair of his head, another of the gang beat him in the face so, to such an extent that his left eye was completely ruined and the flesh of his cheek mangled in the most shocking manner. After thus accompanying the heartless act, all of them made an effort to find Mr. John Florence, the proprietor of the hotel, with a few views serving him in the same manner. But not succeeding in their latter's design, they found the hat of Mr. Florence and wantonly cut it into strips and trampled it under their feet. Okay. So they just wow. fucked up this hotel and everyone and like the people who owned it. That's and it was in the newspaper. Wow, man. Yeah. For no discernible reason. Like Yeah. I lead poisoning there was a uh, reason. Sh- shitty like liquor like yeah no there was a reason there was a reason you know it's like and again it, where two, where's the safe yeah pretty much and two years later he was appointed board of education that's how it is yeah i mean you never i wish we could get a teacher to maybe be on the board of education that'd be, that'd great. be nice instead of yeah. maniacs the inheritors to amway fortunes oh my god yeah fuck uh so yeah yeah so with bill the butcher the bowery boys did pretty much did the same things dead rabbits did they for crimes just because crime being a gang is a business Uh, including voter suppression in favor of the know nothing party but they had an air of legitimacy legitimacy due to their leader being active in politics his fame as a boxer (laughs) and being a wasp Basically, so so then what? Like, did the dead rabbits just like open a restaurant? Yeah, that's what they did. Mm-hmm. They just they dead rabbits. Oh god! No, they would try and destroy New York later on, but we'll get to that in a future episode. Oh, okay. So again, this is just Bill is just privilege upon privilege, basically. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. He's a lunatic. So yeah. Poole met his. <laughs> Poole would meet his end in 1855 at the instruction of John Old Smoke Morrissey. Okay, <laughs> who was an he was an Irish bar owner, bare knuckle boxer, boxing champion, gambling hall owner, and in 1870 member of the U.S. House of Representatives. That, that's what they call me, Coin Ops Old Smoke McGillicuddy. There you go. I just love that. That's great. That's a great nickname. Is he a piece of shit? I mean, looking into his history, he uh, he was still a criminal for or his oh. early his early career. Big dude. Uh, he had two terms in the New York State. As a New York State senator, so he became yeah, more legitimate right. yeah. as time went on. It quote well, unquote yeah. legitimate, 
I was going to say, I heard the air quotes smack me through the internet. Um, <laughs> he was definitely more likable than Bill. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I mean, that's the thing people got to understand. And this is what I'm, you know, really curious about, like, say, Bill, this guy, Old Smoke here, is, you know, you don't rise to prominence in that era without being extremely charismatic. Yeah. And that's days. like, right. And that's, that's something that, like, we don't think about today. Like, if you ever, ever get the opportunity to meet someone that's like of that kind of, strange class uh there's a certain f- fucking super right-wing like fascist fucking pundit um who happened to come into the candy store like a, a smoke shop that i worked at a few times and i knew who it was <laughs> like just part of the fucking like circle of people that i like keep an eye on in terms of like you know media and stuff like that i knew this dude and i was just getting ready to leave and i just stayed in the bag until they left and when i came out i was like yo to my boss i was like yo is that was that so and so and they were like yeah and i was like you know who that fucking guy is right and they were like no and i'm like he's a fucking fascist like straight up right like yeah. looking for it and she's like really and i was like yeah look him up so the guy came in a couple of other times and the thing that you need to understand about this is that you know like there was really no opportunity to do anything and there was yeah. no reason to like because they won't give that to you the thing that they are is extremely polite mm-hmm. they're like it's like finishing school levels of play. Oh, I totally believe that. Like, if you look at pictures of Bill, like handsome man, you know, mustache. Right. So big well, smoke. One, big smoke looks like that's you know he was an Irish mountain man. Basically, he looked like big dude, big beard, like looked like a teddy bear. You know, like. Well, that's the thing though is that there's different tactics too. Yeah. Because like you have this guy on the one hand, and then there was like on the other hand, and I you know this guy I don't know if he was like necessarily a fucking brawler, but I got to like I was I had time. Where I waited on, and I knew Jim Trafficking back in the day, like when he was still around, still like not in jail. And, um, you know, he's since passed and everything. But like, he had a way of being extremely engaging and personable and friendly. And he would, he seemed like he was talking to you. Yeah. He would ask you questions. He'd ask you the good question first. He's like, yo, yeah, what neighborhood you grow up in? And I'd be like, yo, Brownlee Woods. And he would be like, yo, you know, these people, you know, these people. I was like, yeah, man, like totally fucking A. And he's super friendly, really nice guy. Then you find out later he did a bunch of mob crime shit. You know what I mean? And like people are able to partition themselves. Mm -hmm. I still don't really blame Jim. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know everything that it was impossible to. But I know that the other dude that went into the smoke shop, it's kind of a fucking reprehensible piece of shit that is easily mocked in various pictures online. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. And, you know, but, you know, this guy, he's partitioning his politeness against literal extermination of people. Yes. And also, like, fucking cosplay LARPing with, like, weaponry bought on Amazon. You know, like, it's... <laughs> yeah, it... man it's important to know that like if you ever meet these people that like you hear that someone is evil and then you like actually are in the sphere with them they will be nine times out of ten extremely engaging yeah i could definitely see like like, bill the butcher well-dressed and you just meet him and he's fine until he's not right right until you cross him yeah yeah until you cross him and it becomes a problem yeah you know and it and that's you just gotta know that fuck dude man not to get too far into this but there was one time (laughs) that i was like i was dating I was dating somebody and we went to um it was like a lamb roast in Camel, uh, which is spelled Camp Bell, but no one says that back home. Okay. And it, we're in we're in this basement of this building. It's it's like a like a like a little Greek festival, like a little Greek neighborhood festival. And I'm getting like uh, like the best hero I've ever had in my life. <laughs> and then we go down into the basement where like there's people sitting at these like 
it's a big basement and it's not it's, it's a decent ceiling like a 10 foot ceiling it's all brick and then it's like there, there's like picnic benches that's how big it is there's like six or seven picnic benches in this basement there's a there's a band on a stage playing fucking you know crazy music that's awesome and shit and then out of nowhere this guy comes in and he's it's it's fucking dante strollo like <laughs> and so dante was brother i can't remember his brother's name now yeah he and his brother were mobsters for sure oh. and don dante sold his brother out like ratted on him and this had happened not that long ago we're talking within a week or two and this fucker comes in and he's got this like big white fur coat on big like a cliche yeah you know and he he goes up to the counter and he buys a couple of beers and he hands one of them to me and shakes my hand and i don't know this fucking guy at all but i know i know him you know like i know who he is he doesn't know me at all but he's just real friendly and happy to be here and have this party and i'm just thinking somebody's gonna come in here and shoot this entire fucking room <laughs> up right now like, but that's you know that's what i'm saying is just like you know charisma can't be a determiner for like loyalty yeah absolutely is, is my point or personality even like you don't know who this piece yeah. of, who this person really is no no and i i you know fuck man i mean i'm a little bit on the spectrum i know that i gotta like kind of well this is how people respond to news like this to myself every so often you know what i mean and it's it's really these cats are able to like weaponize that yeah well, at least and, but back in the day, like they like we'll get to like old smoke, like because old smoke, like he he walked the walk and he did the talk, you know, like, right, he, right, we, right, like right. he was a fighter, like even like, sure, you know, he sent old smoke sent like two unemployed cops to like go wipe the stupid mustache off of Poole's face. And <laughs> like, yeah. you know, and it's like Morrissey had a history with Poole, which is why he fucking mm. hated him so much. Like they mm. fought on several occasions. Uh, he was even offered to join the Bowery Boys at one point because of his ferocity, uh, but he turned okay. it down because he fucking hated pool. Like literally, Morrissey just burst into a bar one time and just fought the bar and won. Oh, fuck. And it was full of Bowery Boys, and they, like they beat him up. They they managed to like overpower him, and they're like, "Wait, wait, wait! Don't don't fucking kill him!" And they, they end up putting him up in like the best room in the house, and so we could heal. And they're like, "Hey, no. do you want to join the Bowery Boys?" And he's like, "No, fuck pool." I have never aced a job interview better than that in my life. I'm a little jealous and angry that he didn't take the game. <laughs> no, fuck that. Like, he's <laughs> like, he literally hated pool so much. He's like, no. Have you ever had, like, your ass kicked so badly you offered a job to the guy? Yeah. <laughs> that's literally like, what that's happened. In, that's fucking incredible. I want to see just that scene. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, I just want to see that scene. Where he just like rolls up and he he knocks out like eight nine dudes before the remaining five were able to just throw Future enough chairs out of the, the U.S. Down. House of Representatives. <laughs> oh, uh, I love it. Oh, wow. we don't have members like that anymore. <laughs> oh no, we do. Yeah, we oh, do. yeah. Oh, I just found this out. I was listening to it. I, it's so fucking that you're like a witch. Like <laughs> just a a few days ago, they're they're talking about how like Sarah Palin has like won the primary over Santa Claus in Alaska. Okay. There was she was running against a guy who literally changed the name of Santa Claus, who's kind of like progressive and stuff, and he just got trounced. But like wow. they're having this runoff kind of primary thing because their their senator died. I can't remember his last name it was like Kelly or something like that. But what he he was like best friends with John Boehner apparently. And at one point when they were on the floor of the Senate, he held a knife to his neck, like in. <laughs> like 2013 or 2015 Holy or something shit. and it yeah straight up and he's like oh yeah yeah we're, we're really good friends and it's like whew, 
man. No, you're not. Like, I don't know how to break this to you, bud. But I, and his excuse for it was like, well, it was a, it was a collapsible, like, you know. Oh, that makes it fine then. He, he didn't, he didn't have the blade out. And I was just like, you have a blade on the floor of the Senate, bro. Incredible. Like, bring it back. what are you doing? Bring it back. Let him fight. They used to fight in the Senate I, floor all the fucking time. Not gonna lie, when when fucking Parliament has their little shouting matches where they talk shit to I each other, it. that's fucking great. I love it. I think, man, that's so useful. Yeah, in America, they used to just beat each other with canes. Yeah. Like, oh, there's 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 shit that happened to the floor of the House and the Senate in in this country back in the day, man. There were like the cane thing. There were there were a few others where it was just straight up beat somebody unconscious, yeah. like with their fists. Like that's how much that's, they would hate them. Like again, worst and best time to be alive. Because people, they're way more honest with each other. Yeah, they're they're lucky we're real into, you know, media. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. They're they're real lucky we're distracted right now. You know, like oh, so like so uh, old smoke. He fucking didn't join because he hated pool that much. And uh, after losing a prize fight against pool, uh, he had two goons just pop pool in eighteen fifty five. Shot him once in the gotta, they just walk up to him and was like, Hey, hey Bill, and just shot him uh once in the leg and once in the chest. And uh he died like I think two days later. Uh and man, the book, like, again, there was such a mythology around this dude because like thousands of yeah. people showed up to this fucking dude's funeral. And it and the book gives him way the Bowery Boys way too fair of a shake because I guess because like it was written, when it was written, it was like eighteen thirty something. But right. like the author isn't a racist either. Like there are moments where the author is like, "Hey, you shouldn't kill lynch black people," you know, saying that in right, eighteen thirty eight. Right, right, you know right. what I mean? Shouldn't kill their family. You know, like he's not a racist in like the way we would like. But they gave him way too fair of a shake because I guess because like they're yeah. the American gang, you know, right? Right. And right. the mythology around Bill the Butcher is. Like even the way he died, supposedly he said like, "Oh, I'll see you, boys. Be well, boy," and then died. Yeah, yeah. When in real life, he was probably just like, "Ugh, gurgle splat, gurgle splat." Why pink eye? Then <laughs> exactly. Like it's really infuriating how like. Be- well, do, do you know what it? Do you know what it means to lose a boxing match back then? Oh, dude, he must have like beaded him into like the ground. Like it was. That's what I'm saying. Fucked. Like there were no li- round limits. You can't be you like until the other guy couldn't fight. Yeah, you like you can't like be that. like, well, he's a sore loser. Like, no, you don't understand. Like he probably like horribly damaged him. <laughs> well, no, well that's part of it. But I'm just saying, like that they didn't have. It ain't nothing like that. No, this is bare knuckles back then. It was like. Bare knuckle boxing in a fucking basement somewhere yeah. or back alley somewhere until somebody stops moving. Yeah, you know, and it's or they called it. You know what I mean? Like, and they hate. And I don't, I don't see old smoke being like, oh, I'm tapping out. I don't see that happening. No. You know, like it's. I can see they, why he was killed. That's all I have to say. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, this makes a lot of sense. Yeah, no, it's it. Man, there were boxing matches that went on for hours. Yep. If not days back in the day. Oh, they had like right. um the picture we have of actually pools for on uh they actually have a picture of him. A few pictures of him, but this is the one that I think is mm-hmm. the most accurate from like eighteen eighty. That's quite a few years after he died. They would still like have like weird tobacco trading cards of boxers. <laughs> okay. Like it yeah, that's how we know what it looks like. <laughs> like they still kept this shit in circulation. Yeah. And uh yeah. it sucks. I don't like the mythology built around Bill the Butcher. He was a piece of shit. And uh, I guess the only I guess we can enjoy the fact that the murderers got off thanks to a hung jury, and uh, uh, Old yeah. Smoke got to not go to jail and became a member of the. Uh, yeah, 
It's so good. I, it's this so is where good. my brain kind of like thinks about a world where Bill the Butcher didn't die, you know? Because yeah. he was also in, heavily involved in politics. And like, they, we really could have had like a weird alternate history where like Bill the Butcher is a senator, you know? And they would just still call him Bill the Butcher. Yeah, no, he would be a senator, Bill the Butcher. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it would straight Which up terrifying. be. Like, he was terrifying human being and glad he's fucking dead. But then maybe also, like, he had that kind of influence at that point in his life where if it wasn't going to be old smoke, it was going to be somebody else making their name by killing him. Probably. Yeah. You know, it's, you can't you know, run the same game for too long. Like the film <laughs> you know? depicts, like, in the film, obviously, it's not, well, it's not Pool. It's literally a different character with a different name, but they just call him Bill. It's Daniel Day. It's Daniel Day Lewis. That's Daniel all it is. Yeah. Just killing it. And, like, just that scene didn't happen where a guy runs up to him, like, the for the blood of the Irish and just pops him. Uh, but if Bill the Butcher did, wasn't killed by these two cops, like unemployed people, like cops, uh, yeah. that that probably yeah. would have happened in real life. <laughs> Where right. someone would have right. been like, "For your various crimes, fuck you." <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I mean, you could only be like, you could be a terrifying shithead for so long. Oh yeah, man. And the fact that he was such a publicized shithead, right? Like his name's appearing in the fucking paper. Yeah, with his crimes. <laughs> He's like doing interviews and shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he's like campaigning. He's like, can you imagine like door knock, open it, Bill the Butcher. Uh, here's a pamphlet with uh, delineating my stances and positions on various uh, items coming up in the recent election. Yeah. He's just wearing you a know, leather apron with all his seven favorite knives. You know, yeah, his knuckles are literally just like two inches of scar tissue. Yeah. He looks like he's literally wearing brass knuckles. And then he had specially made brass knuckles to fit over that you know like <laughs> yeah, exactly and it, it, it is a shame though because like we do know more about the assholes more than we do know about like the inner workings of the dead of dead rabbits just because yeah because i there's they gotta still be like a restaurant you know or maybe they know they <laughs> they turned they probably closed they turned roseanne's grocery store into a restaurant well i i looked it up and it turns out that there is a um is it did i say it was dead rabbit in uh, uh it's it's like a bar no, it's, like, it's literally like called 19... like dead rabbits i think and it's like a cocktail bar i think it, it's like a cocktail bar and it had like it's you know you were asking me it's like is it like really expensive and foofy and i was like yeah man like they, they top out at like 19 bucks per cocktail yeah because you, you said it was like in the financial district and i'm like i might pass that about as far south as you can get it's literally like uh, the end of that. fdr yeah yeah like like the end of fdr is right there and then it's the fucking bay yeah i might have like and passed it I, going to somewhere else but yeah it's a little too expensive. But that, given what we've all talked about here, right, it would be a place that I would definitely be like, you know what? I'm going to roll up in this joint in jeans and a t-shirt and have one of these, like, yeah. I'm going to talk to the bartender. I'll be like, which one of these did you come up with? And I'm like, I will have that. Yeah. And then just, just for the experience. Yeah. I see it. You yeah. know, now the that's not how I like to roll. I, I'm, I'm literally a draft beer dude, but Same. like. I can appreciate the fucking. I have had a couple of cocktails where I was just like, "You're a genius." I don't know how the fuck you. Yeah, if you're doing well as a bartender in New York, that means like you've probably invented. You're killing drinks, like. Well, for sure, for sure. But I'm saying, if you got a team of like three bartenders and there's six, you know, cocktails, yeah, it's going to be like two, two, and two. Mm -hmm. I want to know what the one you came up with because there's that connection there. Oh, definitely. It's always well. That's why I like home cooking. I like you know cooking for people. I like mm -hmm. back when that was a thing, you know. And I like when people like cook dinner because it's just yeah, you're, you're telling me a story. I fucking love that. You know, it's as much as the eating experience itself. I don't know how we got on this. Fucking I don't know. Tangent. Probably like back to wash our mouths out of like this bullshit. So it's like so after all this chaos, 
how does this yeah. relate to cyberpunk? Like, why am I talking about old timey gangs? Right. Like, it, in why scum? <laughs> well, the way, <laughs> when you're writing a story, or this goes out to like the writers of cyberpunk. When you're trying, or anybody trying to do something in something, yeah, with, creative. Yeah, you're trying to make music or paint or whatever. Yeah, and you're you know, thinking like, about I, gangs, and this is going to be a theme throughout the entire series because there's going to be quite a few episodes of this. Is there are mul- people contain multitudes and so do gangs. No one is a hundred percent good. No one is a hundred percent bad. It's there were reasons you join a gang. And most of the time, right. It's you're either a fucking psychopath like Bill the butcher, or you're just extremely in, you're in a bad situation like dead rabbits where you just need a job. You need a job. <laughs> and sometimes crime yeah. is the only job. Yeah. Like there are reasons people do this and have to do this to survive and the violence. So when you consider a job interview is like you have to roll into a bar, beat up eight dudes, have them restrain you and then wake up in their best room and then turn it down. Like that's... <laughs> These are tough times. People. Yeah, man. You know, just... But no, I, I agree. Like, I, I think it's important too. that's kind of like my whole thing, too, is trying to like move outside, look around outside of the genre at some sort of structure. Yeah or like template or like notion that you could be applied in a different way, you know, or it could be thought about and inverted and subverted and stuff. Yeah. Like you have that. to like keep this these idea. Yeah. And so well, there's, it, it, this isn't across the board, but in so many, like all kinds of pieces of literature from cyberpunk to whatever, like high end mm-hmm. sci-fi, like big concept sci-fi kind of space epic shit. The like gang seemed pretty baked in. Like they just show up. Yeah. And you're just led to assume because they wear clothes this way. You know, this is how they are. And it's like, like the belters in the expanse make fucking sense because they're not really a gang, but they kind of operate in a way where they're extremely desperate and they're yeah. like up against it with like two other very well-funded governments against they're them. They're definitely you know, the Irish in that case because they are like a race of people at that point. <laughs> well, you yeah, know? yeah. Like, and they have. Well, it, well they're, you know, and you don't really know about like what their situation was you know like if they were born there if it's indentured servitude mm-hmm. kind of stuff like there's a lot of gray area that you know has been pretty well explored in those books and stuff that kind of like yeah okay you know it's it's good to have this see where people are pulling from too yeah you know to know that you you there there's something to be like we love cyberpunk I love it enough to look outside of it to see what else to bring back. Oh, totally. Because we, you know, we all grew up watching the movies where it's like, oh, evil gang, you know? Like like I said, they right, just dress right. the way and so they're, like, they're obviously going to be this like cookie cutter thing. It's like, no, there's reasons why they're... like, and, Okay, like the Batman, for example, right? For, like, Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's well, ever, ever. All of them. All of them. Is like, they're usually just like psychopathic goons. And I'm like, you know, Bill's an example where that's probably true, but what about everybody? Like, every, there's going to be people who really want to work for them. Yeah, like some people are probably yeah. doing this just for a job, for meaning, for so they need medicine for their mom. So many, you yeah, know what I mean? Like so many reasons. There's it's, interpersonal relate reasons, and I'm not saying don't like gang bad ever because right. we're definitely when we get to the modern times, we're going to get to examples where um definitely see why you know like there are yeah, reasons yeah. to do this because there isn't there's literally nothing else to do <laughs> you know right backs against the yeah. wall kind of shit you know like. And, you know, when, when you don't have a like a home and you can't afford like regular transportation of any sort, even of the public sort, you know, nothing that's like reliable enough to get to it like a job on time, because like everybody thinks like your their job is like 
the most precious like you are the one who has to pull out the like yeah. rod at the last second to keep the fucking reactor from melting down and really you're just stocking books at barnes and noble yeah you know like that's how they treat it and it's it's just it's expensive to be poor yes very <laughs> not everybody is able to file their teeth down to points not everybody you know? but you know if that's a decision you make i wholly support it and uh i support it yeah that's fine yeah that's you know just bite them all over the place you know yeah if you're a little girl well, and can't, you want inspiration then you know hellcat maggie is uh not the worst place you could go to if she would actually chew and swallow what she bit off then we have continued our cannibal streak <laughs> I, 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 yeah, I can't imagine she didn't like there's no she knows what human flesh tastes like and everyone just accepted i want to know what her outfit was like did she have a like like no a, idea there's no pictures <laughs> Any no description, like I, I don't think imagine. she stood still enough for anyone to get like you know a sketch in. Well, I'm just thinking like if she's willing to put on you know clawed gloves and file her teeth down, she's going to be wearing something that allows for movement. Probably, I think she wore pants, and, and everyone was just blinded by that. Yeah, you no. Know? Nah. Or she wore like a dress, like that was like pretty flowy, you know. God. I, there has to be more information about that. I want the artist's rendition. I want someone to like, you know, what did hell? Like, we have the film, but like, I want someone's creative input of like, what did Hellcat Maggie look like? She was 25. She God. wasn't, she was a young lady. She was young. Yeah, she just showed up and murdered like 400 fucking dudes for five years. And then that was 200 it. battles. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, she just went sick house. She's just like going for throats and fucking, that's it. Yeah, I think she just, looked- if she had stuck around longer, she probably would have found a way to stick like claws on her boots so that she could just climb through the meat of people to get on top of the crowds. Like, yeah, no, probably she would just stick razor blades in her boots. Like it's what a, what a fucking weapon. Jesus. She must have just got <laughs> like, off the boat and been like, and then immediately so we're like, Oh, this is okay. This, I, this, I is, think- this isn't good. It's yeah. better than starving to death. Like where we were, but like, fuck man. Yeah. And these dudes don't take me seriously, so yeah. I'm going to look like fucking Godzilla real quick. I wouldn't be surprised that might have been the big reason for it, is like, dudes yeah. don't take you seriously. I think the Irish people like take women a little bit more seriously than America, but it's, yeah, that was the level we're dealing with. God, imagine being That's, like some sexist asshole, then you just meet Hellcat Maggie on the battlefield, it's like, oh. Oh, she's just like charging the open space in the middle of the tavern at yep. you, and that's it. The next thing you know, you're just bleeding out from your balls. Yeah. You just had your throat ripped like, out. <laughs> this is fucking insane. It's incredible time. <laughs> but yeah, you, you need, <laughs> like literally, she's she's one of the most cyberpunk things in this story besides like, you know, you got to look at this time well, like, period and just like look at all these fucking characters where it's like, no, like this is the shit. Just put this in the year like 2040 and you right. know, the, you have your story. Like, yeah, yeah. Put your own spin on it. Yeah, like, or, you know, read about it and think about what's something similar or parallel. Yeah, and make sure to you know, humanize, like, like, you know, there are reasons people do these things. Like, not everyone is Hellcat Maggie or Bill the Butcher where they're just, you know, there's reasons for it, you know? Right. Bill the Butcher thought right. he was the good guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I, you know, I I like emotions in my cyberpunk stories, which I'm seeing Same. a lot more I of do now. too. Yeah, a lot of different you people like cyberpunk, which I think helps a lot. Like, oh god yeah yeah. oh i cannot wait and you know uh, heads up uh neptune frost is available to rent on vod at the moment so i'm very excited to be checking that out here in the next couple weeks for sure might 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 not do a review of it necessarily but i just want anyone who's interested to 
see what like a Saul Williams cyberpunk movie would look like. Yeah. There you go. Um, no, no, check it I out. I love the trailer. Anyway, yeah, no, great. Fuck man. Yeah. Um, what else do we got about this? What, what do you? What are we doing next? We're just it's just riots. Yeah, yeah. We're going to pick this story back up. The Civil War happens. Two major riots in New York history happen. One of them is all the gangs put their differences aside to destroy New York City. <laughs> mm. Battle Royale, indeed. Yeah. So we're going to get to that it's- before we enter the modern age. But they, like, <laughs> I couldn't include it in this episode because we'd be here for like five hours. It's going to oh, be man, when I-, I imagine that like fork knife 1885 <laughs> like <laughs> god the civil war fucked like this societal uh, impact like we're gonna get more into like the like what were black people doing during this time well oh man you thought the irish yeah. were desperate oh yeah 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 for sure so yeah that's uh that's ganging, ganging. One of a series you- um we are on various digital platforms we are uh somewhat promoting ourselves but you know really hoping that really hoping that like word of mouth helps out too uh yeah for the moment yeah no <laughs> it's you know some guys who decided to start a podcast but they really hate marketing so yeah, yeah. well hey, we're working on it i'm still debating doing a stupid ironic tiktok <laughs> but like i just i i don't have the fucking yeah, no, energy for I, yeah. it like if i could come up with a good idea i will but i'm no, not man. don't promise me. yeah so instead of uh, checking that out check us out on we're on facebook we got groups for uh, neon dystopia and for the low life podcast uh but if you really want yep. if you really want to reach us you should reach us on twitter at twitter.com slash neon dystopia that's me and we're at uh l zero w l one f three t h e and uh yeah no I, I keep on top of that and it's it's cool yeah you know mm-hmm. uh, a couple of listeners have uh, met, reached out to me through that and it's it's really nice yeah um, you can reach us th- out through that the end dystopia one um not too much goes on there <laughs> you know like i usually uh, update for the uh, podcast on there so if you want to keep up to date on what's Going down with Neon Dystopia or the podcast, I updated on there. Uh, if you want to reach me personally for your editing needs, it's uh, editing uh, at editing with M on Twitter. And uh, oh. that's my personal Facebook. So you can come say hi to me on there if you have anything you need me to take a look at. Uh, I have Yes, give him give him your short stories and or novels. Yeah. And he will do either development edits or... Yep, I do dev edits, t- you know, I... T- the ticky tacky fucking getting ready to polish it up it's like you know he's real good at it and uh what else we got we got a, a patreon we do. i think we mentioned yep. that patreon.com yeah. slash neon dystopia uh, drop us a dollar in there if you're so inclined uh it helps immensely yeah. thank you for our patreons you mean the world that's how we keep going yep it keeps us going yes, indeed oh and let's see we had a low life crap shop but you know whatever it's there uh, you know the shirts there. are nice it it's I think there's a coffee cup, maybe. Is. Can we do a yeah. coffee cup? I think there is. Yeah. It's yeah. by far not a requirement. Cool. We're going to figure that. We're no. going to figure out the merch shit. But, like, uh, oh, yeah. If you want a really nice shirt, I have one. They're extremely comfortable. They look sick. So, if, mm-hmm. if, if that is honestly, we would honestly just rather you just give us a dollar a month. <laughs> like, yeah, if you can. If you can. Yeah. You know, we're, we're going for that, like, Bernie Sanders money as opposed to the big donors, like, doing ads. Like, we're trying not to do ads. That's, also, yeah, that's, like, the big thing of us, like, <laughs> doing everything in our power. To, ads. Yeah, doing everything in our power to not sell out. 
Well, I mean, it's not even that. It's just like I it wouldn't like I don't want to do that. I can't, I can't imagine myself acting yeah, excited same. talking about a Kia Sorento. You know what I mean? Stamps. It's like you know, well, it's stamps I could get behind, but like <laughs> it's not. I like stamps. You know, like stamps are good. They help you mail things. Remember mail? Anyway. <laughs> Oh, uh, so yeah, we're gonna uh, uh, yeah, we're we're doing that shit. Uh, yeah. let's see what else. What, what else are we on? Mixler, you have a year used. Oh fuck yeah, yeah. yeah if, if you're listening to this, uh, you probably would just listen to me, DJ. So uh, maybe if you're picking this up like after that, I guess I don't know. Whatever. I tried to pick a bunch of gangy kind of songs, but certainly not from the 1800s. So like there, that explains what you just but heard. Keep the 1800s uh, in your mind while listening <laughs> to them. Right, yeah. So when I'm playing like herbalistic from Japan's like <laughs> just pure filth base, like that that's I want you to think of Bill the Butcher getting shot by uh old smokes homies in an alleyway. <laughs> he was shot in a hotel, by the way. <laughs> oh, in a they hotel. just walked up to him in a oh. lobby and it's like, Hey, how you doing? <laughs> hey, what's up, mate? Bam bam, walking away. Yep. They didn't have like, yeah, like I. Oh, did you get fingerprints? No, that's not what that was like back then. Those, those pistols were probably covered in shit. You know, like yeah. no, they were terrible. Everybody's rubbing their eyes. All there's so much pink eye. It's so, <laughs> I don't like to think of. It's just just me and the boys ganging each other, uh, getting pink eye. Hello, Art Podcast. Hello, Art Podcast.